You're listening to the FYI podcast where we talk about adulting, life, faith, finances, theology, your life as a young adult and a Christ follower in 2023. And I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Micah Keneally. We're your hosts. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by our partners at Covenant Eyes. For anyone who wants hope, help, or healing from addiction, Covenant Eyes is an internet accountability software that helps you find freedom from the chains of pornography. Come mm-hmm. on, somebody. It's good. Can I get an amen? And to get your first month free, visit the link in our show notes, and or you can sign up at www.covenanteyes.com and use the code YOUNGADULTS. All one word, no spaces, Y-O-U-N-G. A-D-U-L-T-S, covenanteyes.com, promo code YOUNGADULTS. Yes, that's so good. And we are so thrilled that you're tuning in. One of our goals in our prayers is that you on a Friday would end your week strong and begin your weekend even stronger. So thank you for tuning in, for rating, reviewing, subscribing, sharing this with friends, sharing this with family, submitting your questions ultimately. And we have an incredible question today. We've been unpacking some amazing questions throughout the past couple of months. And we just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to have them come in. And we're gonna, our goal is to point you back to the word of God, point you back to relationship with Christ, and just maybe share some insight or shed some light on maybe uncovering elements of the question that you might have. We might not have all the answers, but we know somebody who does, and that is God himself. So we have an amazing question today that came in, Josiah, from a friend, a former student, actually, that we were in proximity with for a season, right? Oh, true. Came in from Maddie. Shout out. She's a student at Grand Canyon University, GCU. And shout out to every college student headed back to a campus, whether it's undergrad, grad school, Um, you're a young adult and you're listening. And we just pray that over your life as Mm -hmm. you're going back to school this August into September and kick it to today's question. All right, Maddie, here we go. Her question is, do you think everyone can have the opportunity to have every spiritual gift? Oh my gosh. That is a wonderful question. Before we unpack that question, maybe we should even just discuss, Josiah, maybe what is a spiritual gift? I heard the definition one time that uh, I can't remember exactly where, but a spiritual gift is a divine capability capability given from God. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit of a tongue twister, I guess, this morning (laughs) as we, uh, but just one more time, like a spiritual gift, essentially it's a gift, a divine gift or capability given from God. Yeah. And we have, how, how many are there? Oh my God. Scripture says that there are there's nine. At, at least, least in at least because there's Corinthians. There's also some in Romans right. and in Ephesians. So there are a number of giftings. Usually Paul mm-hmm. um, wrote a, a lot of those theological epistles and he touched on these as instructions for the believers. Yeah. And um, we're going to dive in, but we talked a little Mm -hmm. bit of a a basic working definition Mm -hmm. is God's giving us spiritual gifts, but who are spiritual gifts for? Oh man, spiritual gifts are essentially for the body of Christ. They're not for ourselves. They're for others to edify the Lord. They're to edify the kingdom of God and to encourage people in the process. Essentially it's, it's like a moving piece, like in the body, like it truly is talking about in um, Corinthians, some elements of it are, you know, like we all can't be a right hand, right? We all can't have one of these gifts and 
function properly or function effectively, we need the left hand, we need the arms, we need the legs, we need the eyes, the ears, we need all of it. So it's actually all those gifts coming together to truly function in a hypothetical situation or whatever state you want to say is a physical body, but also just really realizing that we all have a part to play in God's so, kingdom and we all can't be a heart. We all can't be the liver. Otherwise we become useless if we all have the exact same giftings and we'd all be like vanilla, right? Mm-hmm. We'd all just be a plain flavor or all the pumpkin same. Pumpkin spice latte year round. Is oh, that what you're getting spice. at? Yeah. There'd be no room for peppermint mocha, I guess. I don't know. I love that in the fall, but winter, I should say, but we all can't be the same thing or only function in the exact same skill set essentially right and if you're diving in and newer uh or it's a refresher idea on on what is a spiritual gift mm-hmm. and we're gonna unpack maddie's question but a few of the places that you could go to um the first i would say is first corinthians 12 13 14 also romans 12 um and i think that just as we go there I, i'd love to touch on who our spiritual gifts for straight out of a few mm-hmm. of those texts from verse 7 and 11 in 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good, verse 7, then to, on to verse 11. These are the work of the one and the same spirit as he distributes them to each one, just as he determines. So again, this is God mm-hmm. for every believer, for each believer. Yeah. So you have spiritual gifts. You have um, been given them by God. Yep. And uh, I think that I would also just love for you to unpack because you came prepped and studied. Talk about like mm-hmm. some of the spiritual gifts straight out of scripture, babe. Like this is in first Corinthians 12, but unpack some of those. Like well, what yeah. are some of the examples yep. we talked about broadly, but specifically? Yeah. So very specifically, uh, just identifying them, even verses seven through 10, it says that there's the gift of spiritual gift of wisdom. There is knowledge. There is faith. There's healing. There's miraculous power. There's prophecy. There's the discerning between spirits speaking in different tongues. And then also the interpretation of tongues. So those are just nine spiritual gifts just packed into literally four or five verses. And to just keep in mind that if you want to go back to first uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verses four through six, it says this just kind of set the stage. So good. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. So, so as you can see, even just verses two through six in um, chapter 12, it's just kind of unpacking and pointing where do these gifts come from? What are they yeah. used for? And then who do they come from? They came from the same God, the same spirit, and they're functioning together to make God's kingdom stronger, to impact those around, to edify um, the character of Christ, essentially. And to do that, we all have to understand that we have access to them. So I think that's the fun part that we can really lean into and hopefully glean some insight and lean into the desire of all of them, because that's in scripture, like desire all of them, right? So good. And you know, one of the things that you already unpacked is that the purpose that spiritual gifts serve Mm -hmm. are going to encourage those who listen. Mm -hmm. It's going to benefit the kingdom of God. It's going to edify the people of God, and it's going to really bring unity 
mm-hmm. to the church. So there's order yep. in the spiritual gifts. There's instructions that we see that Paul is laying out in the New Testament. He's saying things like, don't just get up and speak in tongues unless there's an interpretation of tongues. So he's giving order that goes with it because I think that sometimes people call it the supernatural or or they're intimidated because it's like, well, that seems weird or that seems goofy. Mm-hmm. There are no weird gifts of the Holy Spirit, but there are weird Christians. Mm-hmm. I hate to put it that blunt, <laughs> but- People I, make it weird. Weird people make it yes, weird. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is not weird. If there's anything weird, it's just that maybe they- you know, I think that we should approach church, God's kingdom, Mm. the family of God as a little bit of a laboratory that's safe for experimenting because this should be a safe space where I can try out the gift of prophecy and a few words that you can share that disarm people. Mm -hmm. I might be wrong, but I'm going to take it a try. I might be wrong, but I just sense that the Holy Spirit might've led me to think this thought or share this word of encouragement with you. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm wrong, I already gave the qualifier. I might be wrong. Well, even if you say, if you say, I have a word for Josiah. So I've been praying and just really thinking like, okay, so this is laid on my heart. I feel like this is really significant. And I feel like this is for Josiah. I would approach Josiah and say, Hey, Josiah, I feel like I have a word for you. I don't know if it means anything. If it does amazing. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. Like apologize. Even in that moment, like, I'm sorry if this seems bizarre to you, say what it is, share what it is. And sometimes people will begin to weep because they're like, nobody else knows that I'm walking through X, Y, and Z. Oh my gosh. I can tell that's the word that God gave me for the year or whatever. It could be the faith or whatever, just some random thing and really allowing your, because you're not God, right? So don't play God in those moments. And I always leave anytime I've ever felt a word or a prompting to share something with somebody or a word of encouragement as with an individual, I'll say, I don't know if that means anything to you, but prayerfully consider it. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but if it's right, take it before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that just puts it on the other person. So if I had a word for Josiah and he's like, I don't really know right now. And maybe it's not for now. He'll take it to the Lord in prayer and say, okay, Lord, Micah had this word of whatever mm-hmm. for me. Does it mean anything to me? Examine my heart, show mm-hmm. me. And sometimes it will right then and there in that moment. And sometimes it has to kind of sit on the shelf and marinate. And other times you're like, whoa, that person was so off base that it's okay to just say, nope, that's not for me. And sometimes that's the misusing of gifts. And I think people, that's where the weird factor comes in. When people try to manipulate what the Holy Spirit's actually doing to make themselves look good, feel good, or sound smart when it comes to wisdom, knowledge, discernment of spirits, or even the prophetic, but to really be like, okay, even if Josiah is receiving a word, he should be pre- he should be praying in that moment of like, okay, Lord, help me to discern if this is for me and if Mike is truly like hearing from you or if this person is really just might be off their rocker. I don't know. It kind of depends. But so you you kind of did this as an example, but share a real life story. Mm-hmm. What was a spiritual gift that you had been given? Mm-hmm. Name the gift and and share how you operated or flowed in that gift. Oh man. Um, I do have the gift of prophecy. Mm-hmm. And just a couple of weeks ago, we were actually at an event and I'm not one that goes up to, if I have a word for a, a male, I'm not going to walk up to him and say, God told me to tell you this. Like I'll always say, if Josiah is with me, I'll say, Hey, Josiah, will you come with me just to pray over this person mm-hmm. and encourage them? Because 
I don't want to create a bond between me and the opposite sex who's not my spouse and yeah. have them think something about me or whatever. Yeah. This is gets, that can get kind of messy and weird too. But I had a word for one of our newer acquaintance to me, but was a friend yeah. to you. And I was like, yeah. Hey, have you prayed for so-and-so? And you had said no. And I said, Hey, I think I have a word for him. Like, would you just come with me to be that third person to be that third party? It just eliminates any weirdness. So we're in like prayer, worship, message, yeah. then response time. It's yep. kind of a, a safe place to, yeah. to do this kind of thing. And I think we tapped him on the shoulder. Yeah. And then and I said, Hey, I'm like, I feel like, I don't know if this is for you or not, but I've just been praying and God keeps pressing this word on my heart for you. Mm-hmm. And it's just trust. And, um, I go, I go, you can trust him. Like, mm-hmm. and I just left it at that. Yep. And to have this, like, I don't know how old he is, 45 year old man, just like start mm-hmm. weeping yep. because he's like, oh my gosh, like that's the word that God keeps telling me. Like yep. he confirmed yep. and affirmed what the Holy Spirit was speaking in me to remind him of who God is and what he's speaking to him. Yep. So I just see how it edified, how it was like, yes. okay, Lord, that's like increasing my faith. Like I am hearing mm-hmm. from you. That's increasing his situation and his faith because I have no idea what this guy's walking through, what he's up against. And so we were able to come alongside, pray for him. And he was like an amazing blubbery mess, but I'm just like, he needed to hear from the Lord and yep. God uses people to be used. He, God uses people and God will use, go through us mm-hmm. essentially to use us to edify the body or confirm things that people are walking in. So that was probably a, literally like a week and a half ago. I know. And I was wondering if you'd share this because I know his story. You mm. didn't. I know mm. some of the backstory. Right. So, but what's cool is for me, I can be the unbiased party to say she has no clue right. of the situation that's going on in this individual's life back home. And I have just a glimpse in it because of what he shared with me in the mm, past. Right. And for you to say that, I didn't know what word the, the Holy Spirit or the spiritual gift of prophecy or a, a, a word of, of knowledge. Yeah. I didn't know, but it totally hit home. It totally resonated. It's like when it's a spiritual gift, you can't make this kind of stuff up. Right. And for sure, I, I just want to share Romans 12 is similar to 1 Corinthians 12. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it just says this, Romans 12 talks about, again, for each of us has one body with many members, different functions. Um, so in Christ, we, though many, fr- form one body and each member belongs to the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Mm-hmm. Then he lists some faith, serving, teaching, encouragement, mm-hmm. giving, leadership, mercy. And I want to hone in just for a moment on that gift of encouragement, Mm -hmm. because I believe that that's one of my, and and we'll link in the show notes. Mm -hmm. There's a free spiritual gifts Mm test.com that you as the listener, or if you're watching on YouTube, you can click it in the link of the show notes, open a new tab, Mm-hmm. And you can take this free. They'll email you like mm-hmm. the different spiritual gifts that they believe. Again, this is not God speaking, but they, they there's some patterns that then you're going to be encouraged to look for. And anytime I've taken these tests, yeah. whether I was in middle school or high school yeah. or since now, encouragement usually comes near the top for me. Yeah. But I would say, I want to add this before, if you're going to take the test, answer how you truly are, not who you wish you were. Okay. So just that right off the top. The second thing is to realize that we can encompass elements of all of these, but some will score very high. So encouragement is very natural 
for Josiah. So that just naturally comes out in his personality. So the test will help not eliminate what you, who you are not, but elevate those gifts where you're like, wow, why is hospitality so easy for me? Why? Why is prayer so easy? Why is faith so easy? And you're like, oh, that's actually a spiritual gift. Like that makes yep. sense. Or you might have the gift of giving, like you love to give, you love to um, be give, generous. Yes. Financially support people. You love to bless people in ways. And that will help you start understanding some of the creativity and DNA that God has instilled within you. So with that, Josiah, encouragement is definitely one of your top for sure. And I'm just thinking of the last like three, four days to go that recent. Mm-hmm. Um, like yesterday, I think, or or the last working day I had was like, was driving home and kind of wrapping up for before the weekend. And um, I, I just thought of this person, God laid them on my heart, I'm pretty sure. I hadn't taught, we hadn't taken a college class together in over a decade. Mm-hmm. We've seen each other here and there, but I'm like, man, this guy's on my heart. So I, I, I called him and he missed it. So I was on another call and then I get the whole thing, you know, can I call you later? He goes, yes, please. And so he goes, did anyone from my church reach out to you? you go, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was just driving in my car, was praying for you, wanted to let you know that. Yeah. And that I feel like is an experience that's often for me. Yep. And he goes, dude, I was literally going to call you today or tomorrow. Which you haven't been in close proximity for exactly. 10 years, probably. Exactly. And that's where I'm talking about. Like, I think for me, the spiritual gift of encouragement mm-hmm. comes out in a friend of ours shows up at church and he felt like God told him to stop drinking on a Saturday night and go to church the next morning. I've invited him in weeks and years past, haven't invited him anytime recently, show up and just get to give him an encouraging word. But this is how God orchestrates that thing. So yes. for that last example that you yes. used, Josiah, and the audience, um, we actually went to a different service than we generally exactly. do. Same church, but the different yep. time. And we were late. And we were like 15 minutes late walking through the door and he's walking in the parking lot and he's like, way, hey, hi. And I'm like, who's this guy? Josiah shared who he was. He shared a little bit of his encounter he had with God that felt the prompting the night before and how he was being obedient by going to church and like discovering and rediscovering what faith is and Jesus means to him in some decisions that he was making. So super cool to even see how God kind of can disrupt what we think is our day of like, God, why are we going to this service? Like we never go to this service. There was a purpose and there was a reason. And it was nothing about us, right? It was about him seeing maybe a familiar face and then being able to sit with us and us just loving him where he was at. So, so what did it do? It brought unity to the church. It edified the body. And so I just want to say in the life of a Christ follower, I don't think there's such a thing as status quo. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's such a thing as autopilot. I don't think mm-hmm. there's such a thing as a mundane Boring. boring day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like every day is on mission. Every day mm-hmm. is on purpose. Every day there's somebody who needs you Yep. and you need everyone else Yep. or someone else. So good. And so just to make sure that we like answer specifically what Maddie's question was, she was saying, Micah, do you think everybody can have the opportunity to have every spiritual gift? I would say, yeah, we all have access to yes. have everything, but do we currently up, like, do we obtain it or like put, not possess it, but do yep. we, whatever it, yep. I think we can desire everything, but that doesn't mean that it's ours, mm-hmm. right? It was never ours to begin with. We can desire it. We can pray for it. We can exercise it. And sometimes 
we, that's what we should be seeking. Okay, Lord, I, I want to see healings. God, if you call me to be, have the gift of healing, then I pray that you need to start praying for it. Let's just say that start with prayer, yep. start with desiring God. And the thing is that we want, we don't want the spiritual gifts only. We want Jesus. We there want God. We want father, son, Holy spirit, all in one, all encompassing because what do we do we want the healing or do we want the healer? At the end of the day, we should want more of Jesus. And in first John, it says more of him, less of me. But when we start praying that we really realize that we fall more in love with Jesus and less in love with ourselves. And when we start doing that, there's a hollowing out process that takes place. There's a sanctification place, uh, process that takes place. There's a weeding out of ourself, of our own self-righteous desires. And we begin to recognize and realize like, whoa, God, you have given me almost like this buffet of gifts before me. Like, I don't want just one. Like, I don't want one grape. I want the whole batch. Mm-hmm. I don't want just the grape. I want the pineapple. I want the, it's not just like the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is all encompassing. It's one big fruit bowl. It's not like I want this one and that one and we're good. No, we have access to all and we should desire all, even if it's not fully alive, present, and maybe functioning to the best of our abilities. Because I think of this, Josiah, and maybe this, I don't know if it's theologically correct when I compare it to this. So forgive me, but I'm just thinking out loud here. When we have like natural, like um, gifts and talents and skill sets, right? When people say, don't focus on your negatives, only focus on your positives where you're really, really strong. Well, I can definitely exercise my top three to five, Mm hundred percent. And I can still desire to become whatever, a better communicator. Mm -hmm. I can desire to be able to like, Lord, teach me how to extend grace, help me to love more. So I think even when I'm thinking of, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? 100%. So I'm just trying to think like when we desire the gifts, it doesn't mean that they're not there. They just maybe haven't had an opportunity to be utilized. Yeah. So if you're not surrounding yourself in, like Josiah said, an experimental lab, meaning if you don't have a safe place, like a Bible study to small group, pray out loud and you want to grow in prayer. Um, you may have the gift of a prophetic word, or you might have the gift of prophecy or word of encouragement, but you're not put in a place or you're not positioning your plate in yourself in a place to even utilize what that might be. Cause you guys, I didn't know what these were until I was 25 years old. I was like, does, is anybody else experience X, Y, and Z? Everybody's like, yeah, those are called spiritual gifts. I'm like, what? I'm like, I remember being three years old, experiencing some of these things and never being able to put words mm-hmm. to it. So mm-hmm. one thing I think we're passionate about is sharing what they are, how to utilize them and how to give them back to the Lord while edifying God and the people around you. So, yeah. And I would just say this, Maddie, because you ask such a great question. Can everybody have all of them? We have access to all of them. And, and right here, right there. Uh, it's, it says in back in uh, first uh, Corinthians, it's talking about um, eagerly desire all of the gifts, mm-hmm. it, desire all of the gifts. But I don't know anyone personally who has every single one of them. And I think that that's by nature, by design, that God gives you know, it's, it's the parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. He gives different gifts. Are you being faithful with what you do have? Are you praying for wisdom? He's going to answer that. James makes that abundantly clear that God will pour out his wisdom. That's a spiritual yeah. gift. And I think that it's, it's healing. Like 
again and again and again, we, we see different things. I know a number of people who are praying for the gift of a prayer language or the, mm-hmm. the, the gift, spiritual gift of speaking in different uh, kinds of tongues, mm-hmm. and they haven't received it yet. Mm-hmm. What is my encouragement to them? It's to keep praying. It's to keep seeking the gifts, mm-hmm. keep asking God. He knows how to give good gifts yeah. to his children. So it's, it's just a matter of none of us is arrived on the destination. Mm-hmm. It's um, just a journey and it's beautiful. And so my encouragement or challenge to you, Maddie, and to anyone listening to myself is this week praying. Mm-hmm. And every time, every encounter, how can I bless them? Mm-hmm. How can I minister to them? Lord, use me, divine delay me. I, I ask for divine appointments. I ask for divine interruptions. Mm-hmm. Because when we study the ministry in the life of Jesus, almost all of them is he was on his way somewhere. He was on a mission. <laughs> and then it was an interruption. Yeah. And so sometimes I'm really guilty of being so focused on the task Mm -hmm. that I overlook the relationship. Right. And so I want us to be prayerful, be expectant and go into every opportunity Mm -hmm. in our dorm, in our workplace, in our class, in our family. There's no such thing as just a phone call. How are we praying for people? How are we encouraging them? How are we blessing them or utilizing what God's given into us? Maybe you have the gift of, of giving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Showing up, looking for where are the opportunities to serve? Where are the opportunities to give them my time or my talents or my resources? And I think that that's just so, so encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also if you want to grow in any of these gifts, I would also say potentially find somebody who, you know, is functioning in them well, who's utilizing them well for God's kingdom and for heavenly good and not their own. And ask if you can just pick their brain. Like, hey, I have the I I feel like I have this gift of fill in the blank. I see that you kind of have it in this way, and I would just love to learn from you. I would. How do I exercise this gift of prayer, of generosity, of hospitality? Like, I love to have people in my home, but I don't have the space. Can you help me get creative? So even just exercising those gifts, like I said, putting yourselves in rooms and spaces and places where you can utilize them. It's not to get weird, but it's to exercise them. Just like you're going to go to the gym and you're going to do one of two things. You're going to park your car, get on the treadmill, run, or you're going to get out of the car. You're going to park your car. You're going to get out. You're going to go lift weights. If you never get out of the car and get into the building, you're never going to do anything. So it's really starting to train yourself of saying like, okay, who who utilizes these gifts? Who has them? Who's doing it good and godly according to scripture? And how can I grow from them? Because it could just be one thing. Like I knew that I wanted to grow in the gift of um, discerning and the gift of prophecy just from one person. And I said, hey, how have you been as a woman in ministry able to utilize your gifts and skill sets um, that are tamed that are well, that have come across like in tune with the spirit because you want to do it tastefully, right? We never go and jump before the spirit to say we have this gift and we have it. And then we go and use it in a crazy way, but saying like, Hey, you are really disciplined in this area and you have the gift of faith. Like, what do you have to say about faith? Like, how can I increase my faith? So wherever you think that you naturally fall and whatever you desire to grow in, um, I, for one, like I do not have the gift of interpretation of tongues. So I, I just don't, 
but am I surrounding myself in positions or situations where I'm exposed to that? Not necessarily. It's one of the rare gifts, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I would just start with what do you have? What's naturally bubbles to the surface in your um, spiritual gifts assessment and see if it aligns with who you are. Ask your friends like, hey, out of all these things, these are my top five. Do you see any of this in me? Like hospitality, prayer, generosity, like am I being fruitful in this? Usually where there's a little bit of there's some fruit taking place is generally where people function. It's so good. And one of my favorite gifts that I ever had the opportunity to give to Micah, we were dating. Do you remember this? I don't know. It was Christmas time. And I remember, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember the reason that that's one of my favorite gifts that I gave Micah is because of not what it was, but what it represented. Mm -hmm. And it was a watch because it represented her love language of quality time. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing, I remember it came in a nice box. It was a certain brand. I remember the whole experience of her unboxing it. But that gift didn't remain in the box. Right. I love it when to this day, from time to time, she'll pull out that for special occasions because it's a meaningful, mm-hmm. significant gift because I gave it to her, mm-hmm. but also for what it represents mm-hmm. because time yep. is meaningful. And so I thought the most meaningful gift that I could think of maybe was a watch to remind you of our time together. Yeah. And I think that the the instruction manual for the gift is like to not let the gift stay in the box or not hoard the gift. Right? Exactly. But yeah. to unbox it, to wear it from time to time, to try it out. And it might not fit with every outfit mm-hmm. that you have, but when, you know, I think that that's such a great parallel to a spiritual gift yeah. is God's given us these gifts and he loves it when we use them. And he loves it when he sees us out and about, like just Repping him, right? Repping him in the workplace, in the marketplace, in our neighborhood, in our daily life, in our daily living. And we are just so passionate about reaching young adults for Christ, training and equipping leaders to Mm -hmm. do the same. And if you want to ask us a question, babe, how can they get a hold of us to, to share a question that we might be able to unpack here on FYI? Oh my gosh. Well, you can go check us out on FYI on Instagram. You yep. can put anything in the direct messages. You can even connect with us on our website. Yep. I always get it wrong. Josiah, what is it? FYI-podcast.com. And yep. this podcast is a part of our ministry called Young Adults Today. We mm-hmm. are just over a year and we celebrated that, uh, celebrated, I think about 15 months now, yep. but a few months back, we did an episode celebrating a year and God's moving. We've seen 58 young adults give their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. We're being able to share the gospel with thousands of young adults mm-hmm. across the U.S., across the globe. And you guys are a part of that. Yeah. And we um, really are a nonprofit ministry, a 501c3 organization. And we just want to give a quick second and a shout out because there's a tribe of people who pray for Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And we want to say thank you. There's a tribe of people who pray Mm -hmm. for you, who pray for young adults in our world today. And if you want to learn more about the vision, which is Psalm 145 verse four, one generation is to tell the next of the marvelous deeds of God to share about his mighty acts. Mm -hmm. And if you want to dive one step deeper um, and find out more or maybe support and be a part of praying for this ministry, to be a part of resourcing this ministry. We are 85% funded Mm -hmm. on a monthly basis, and it might be a gift large or small, 
But mm-hmm. God's designed the church of Jesus in a way that it's not built on the talents of a few, but on the sacrifice of mm-hmm. many. Yep. And so if you want to find out more about Young Adults Today Ministry and how you can pray and how you can partner and how you can give, we'd be so appreciative. We're actually in a season where we're looking for about 15 more people, 14, 15 more people to join and hop on board. You could find out more at www.youngadults.today. Yep. You, there's a button where you can click click about us for the vision. You could also click donate if if God would put it in your heart to be a part of sewing into this ministry. Mm-hmm. But share about just the amazing miracle that it is that God is moving. Oh man! Well, when you fully surrender your calendar and your personal agenda to God, he will show up in ways that you're just trying to keep up. And I think that's one thing that we're always wanting to keep up with is in God, with God. And we want to have, be in cadence with him. And just to see young adults' lives truly transformed, to see them change, for people to step out of ungodly relationships and step into a godly relationship with Jesus Christ, I think is one of the biggest things that we've seen. For people to start and strengthen relationships within the context of desiring marriage and getting married and having their first, second, third kid, and just really putting Christ at the center of it all. And as a ministry, like that is our heart, that is our vision, that is what we feel like we are going to park our lives at the intersection of adulting between the ages of 18 to 30 and beyond, because those decisions that you are currently making now are going to affect your eternity um, on all levels. And we just, we love you. We're praying for you. If you want to get involved in any way, and maybe you can't personally, but maybe work for an organization that can, and it can match. If you want to connect with us on any level, just let us know and be happy to do that. And we'll be praying for you. We know that college is kicking off. The school is a year is kicking off. And we look forward to see what questions you have coming in. So we'd love to follow up. So it's so good. You know, uh, some of the need is really for this ministry to be able to happen. Mm-hmm. A, a few of the top needs. Number one is actually monthly partners who donate and invest into young adults today. Yeah. Um, we need to raise about 1500 a month Mm -hmm. in support towards the ministry. And part of that goes towards our family because this is our job. Mm -hmm. We don't have other jobs or income aside from the resources, rallying points and relationships Mm -hmm. of putting together things like this podcast. There's also opportunities where if you wanted to give a special gift towards scholarshiping a young adult to the weekend or one of our camps or to sponsor a, uh, to scholarship, somebody to come to one of the leader conferences. We just want to let you know how we're doing, that God is moving and that you can be a part of it. And we're so, so grateful. All of God's best blessings to you and to your loved ones. This is the FYI podcast.